The Bronx Bombers. It is high. It is far. It is gone. The home of Yankees baseball is WFAN. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The fan on 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Danielle McCartney. New York sports fans on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. I'm coming to you live from the Carton and Roberts studio here in lower Manhattan. My name is Danielle McCartan, and we're going to call this show Danielle in the daytime. We're we'll talking all things New York sports with you right up into our next pregame coverage right here on this Sunday, fun day, again, in New York City and beyond. And whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next, I don't know, a couple hours or so. Whether that be on your car radio with the windows down on this beautiful day, stream from WFAN.com or on our free Odyssey app. Paul Rosenberg and I are coming to you live from lower Manhattan. And you can go ahead and start dialing 877-337-6666. We are taking your calls right here in this first segment. Get aboard. And uh, today is just another one of those days where I am just hoping, hoping that on the conclusion of that Yankee game today, that uh, we might get some breaking news. We might, hopefully, fingers crossed, get the official announcement, we're, we're hoping, that Anthony Volpe is going to be the starting shortstop on the Yankees for opening day. We'll see. So we're hoping for that. Everybody keep your fingers and toes crossed, all right? And I, I decided to open today's show with with a, a quote that resonated with me. It's, it's a little old. It's from, like, March 9th, but... A quote from the captain, Aaron Judge, and he said it to Randy Miller. And it's actually a quote that applies to both of our championship caliber baseball teams here in New York. And Judge said earlier this month, he said, this is a quote. He said, if you're the best player, it doesn't matter your age. You should be helping the New York Yankees. It doesn't matter if you're 19 or if you're 31. I think if you're the best guy for the job, you should be playing. End quote from Aaron Judge. And yet, as of late last night, Brett Beatty and Mark Vientos will be starting the season in AAA. And here we are, four days before the season starts for real. And we are still debating, air quotes on there, debating whether or not Anthony Volpe deserves to start opening day in the Bronx. I mean, what are we doing here? We'll take the Mets first, because I mentioned them chronologically first. Billy Epler said in, in their meetings yesterday, the expansive meetings they had yesterday, Epler said, quote, the consensus of the room was that both, now these are my words, was that both Beatty and Vientos could or would be better served starting the season in AAA. And that video, posted by Anthony DeComo, has over 100,000 views. The last I checked, that was this morning I checked the video. It had 101,000 views and counting because I think that people can't believe that it's actually real life. Explain to me. How Mark Vientos is behind both Darren Ruff and Tommy Pham on that depth chart. And I know it's spring training. I get it. You know, 
the, the wins don't matter, the losses don't matter, the stats don't matter. But you know who it matters to? It matters to the guys that are on the cusp, on the bubble, trying to make that team. Doing the best they can to make that team. That's who it matters to. And when you look at, I don't know, uh, rough, right? And, 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 and also, too, it matters to guys that are in, in danger of possibly losing their spot on the team. So if we look at the combination of Ruff, Fam, and Vientos, just how they performed this spring, throw out their ages, okay? Ruff hit 185 with two extra base hits, zero home runs, and eight strikeouts. Terrible. Oh, Fam, he's got to be better, right? No, he hit 156 with one extra base hit, also zero home runs. Oh, yeah, and, and 14 strikeouts. And you got Mark Vientos. Poor Mark Vientos, who's starting the season in AAA. He hit 278, two home runs, five extra base hits, and 11 RBI. What are we doing here? Again, I know they are spring training at bats. But again, these are guys that are possibly in danger of losing their spot or guys that are, are on the bubble trying to make the team. It matters to them. It matters to them. Then you had Billy Epler. He said, oh, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but he wants to see Mark Vientos, oh, go ahead and get his strikeout percentage down. 36% is too high. But look at the strikeout percentage this spring of the other two jokers that he's got higher than Vientos on the depth chart. Rough, 30%. Fam, 31%. So let me stop the presses. Vientos is 36 is a problem? All right. Yeah, I completely understand that. By the way, the Joker too, Lady Gaga, they're filming in and around. Keep your eyes open. And, And then what about Brett Beatty? He hit freaking 325 this spring. One home run, six RBI, and you want to talk strikeout rates. Well, Beatty this spring, 28%. That's it. And here's how I know that Billy Epler is full of it. He droned on and he said, this is a quote, they're a phone call away. They don't need something to happen at the major league level. They have that type of talent where they can push their way up there. There's still some development objectives to reach. That's Billy Epler. Okay. Well, then someone asked a follow-up question. I wish I knew who it was, but someone asked a follow-up question to say, okay, well, what are the developmental objectives for Brett Beatty? Here's what he said. Here's what he said. He said, there's a quote. He said, just continuing to get tested in different game situations, learning the speed, when to give a ra- give ground, when to take ground, just being put in different types of circumstances, different types of situations, end quote. So wait, let me get this straight. You're going to cite inexperience as the reason why Brett Beatty is not getting a shot at a job that we all know he can do? How can you get experience if you aren't given opportunity? I'm confused. And what about last year when you brought him up? You didn't you, you mean to tell me that he's got developmental objectives to hit in March of 2023 that that didn't exist in August of 2022 when you called him up in the highest stakes situation in the middle of a pennant race? This is some kind of cruel joke on these two kids. 
Beatty and Vientos? Or, or is it just ineptitude on the part of the general manager? Because that's not the first time I use that word and the name Billy Epler in the same sentence. Or is it service time manipulation? Because I thought, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that the new CBA was supposed to combat service time manipulation. Again, Aaron Judge said, quote, if I, th- I think if you're the best guy for the job, you should be playing. I can't believe it, really. I mean, was that really a talent competition or was there something else going on there? Is this an organization that is unwilling to admit that it made a mistake in the acquisitions of Ruff and Fam? Fam, the lesser of the two, at just a one-year, $6 million deal. But the other one? I mean, think about it. To get Darren Ruff, who hit all of 200 last season, Billy Epler dealt three prospects and a major league third baseman named J.D. Davis. He got robbed. I called it a mistake when it happened. I called Vogelback a half a DH when it broke on my show. And now Ruff is dealing with an arthritic wrist? What is he still doing on this team? Why were Vientos and Beatty sent down? And Epler said, quote, with Brett and with Mark, we're looking for a complete baseball player. We're looking for guys that we can trust in the batter's box, trust on the bases, trust defensively. That's the ultimate goal here is to bring championship caliber players to this ball club, says Billy Epler. All of that. And and, and you know what? Let me finish it for you, Billy Epler. I'm going to add on. Which is why we've, we've elected to keep 185 rough and 156 fam on our roster. We really trust them. What a joke. What a joke. Maybe Epler's the star of, of, of the, the Joker 2 filming in and around New York City and New Jersey. He's the star of the show. Then we pivot to the Yankees. Are we really still wondering or debating whether or not Anthony Volpe should replace the stopgap shortstop Isaiah kiner for this season? Are we really doing this? Volpe with a 14% chase rate this spring. Volpe, who hit 277 with three home runs and eight stolen bases. That guy? By the way, I say Volpe because that's how you say it in Italian. It means Fox. He knows that. This is the type of player the Yankees need on their roster. For years, I've been calling Anthony Volpe the anti-Yankee because he steals bases. He hits for contact and power. He runs the bases well, like, you know, first to third. He ran out the other day. He he had a triple. It looked like it was going to be a double. He was busting it right out of the box. It ended up being a triple. Who else does that on that team? I mean, Exhibit A just three days ago as a leadoff hitter. Anthony Volpe fell behind 0-2, and he ended up working a nine-pitch at-bat. He popped it up, so ultimately, that's casting doubt on the Yankees' brain trust to keep him up. Sarcasm, if you didn't catch that. Exhibit B, it was the fourth inning yesterday, and all he needed was a home run to hit for the cycle in the fourth inning. The triple I mentioned, then there was a double. They both came off against the, the Phillies' number one pitcher, Aaron Nola, no less. Exhibit C, I mean, how many more do we have to do? Pablo Lopez, the Twins' number one pitcher, struck him out in the first inning the other day, 
Volpe then homer into the third off of him. And, and Lopez said of Volpe, quote, he saw what he saw from me, and then he went to the plate with a better understanding and idea. Then he executed that plan. That shows a lot of maturity. That shows a lot of promise. This is the opposing pitcher, the ace of the Twins staff has this to say about Anthony Volpe. And then Volpe Friday with Jack Curry says all the right things. He said, I just think it's all about development. I'm super happy regardless of where I stand. I'm not really close to my ceiling yet. That's what he said. So if the Yankees do what everyone thinks they should do, Volpe will be the youngest Yankee to start on opening day since his favorite player growing up, Derek Jeter. And one thing I'll say, let him develop. And if he slumps, he'll learn to work out of it. He's got a really good supportive clubhouse over there, if you haven't noticed. Haven't read any of the quotes from any of the players coming out about him. Judge probably is his number one fan in there. If he slumps, he'll work out of it. Don't pile on. Don't kill the kid. Because I know how we get around here with all of our teams. And I can't believe I'm about to say this. But if Volpe ends up being on this opening day roster and beyond, do not question Brian Cashman in bringing him up. Can't believe I'm saying it. All right, don't question Brian Cashman. But I have not met a single Yankee fan who does not want Anthony Volpe in the Bronx. You can't change your tune. That's called flip-flopping in politics, right? No one likes a flip-flopper. And I will finish how I started. Judge said earlier this month, Quote, if you're the best player, it doesn't matter your age. You should be helping the New York Yankees. It doesn't matter if you're 19 or if you're 31. I think if you're the best guy for the job, you should be playing. That's a quote from Aaron Judge earlier in the month. And if Anthony Volpe is not the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees on opening day, was it even a competition to begin with? If Anthony Volpe is not the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees on opening day, there is obvious, clear, and obvious, irrefutable proof that there is service time manipulation going on. And if Anthony Volpe is not the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees on opening day, I'm going to lose it. It's going to look bad. I don't want to lose it. I don't want you to see that side of me. He is the best man for the job. He should be playing. Case in point. As are Brett Beatty and Mark Vientos. I mean, this, this, this whole philosophy of let the kids play. Let them play. I mean, didn't the Astros bring up a, like, a rookie shortstop last season? He was fine. He did great. All really great. Braves bringing up guys all the time. You know, it's 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 just if you're not gonna give them the experience now in April, well, now is March, but you know what I'm saying. April in the springtime, in in the early goings, if you're not gonna give them the opportunity now in these, I don't want to say relaxed because it's not like obviously the regular season means something, but if you're not gonna give them the opportunity in these like. Theoretically, low-leverage situations, non-pressure-filled. I mean, you're bringing these guys up in the middle of a pennant race if you're the Mets. Beatty came up in the middle of, of August 
in the middle of the summer, in the middle of a pennant race. You don't think now is a more opportune time to bring a guy like that up? And, you know, to be, I don't know, part of it now? That's what's going to help these guys develop and their developmental objectives. Bring them up now. Let the kids play. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to The Fan. My name is Danielle McCartan here on this beautiful Sunday fun day. Lots of people out and about on the streets of New York City. Lots of traffic on the George Washington Bridge as well. Uh, you know, I just wanted to, uh, before we got too deep into this and taking your calls, of course, at 877-337-6666. As I look over and see, we are we are filled here. It's great. I love that. Um, but I, I did want to mention one thing before I went to these calls. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, the Princeton uh, men's and women's basketball team. Uh, I think I forgot the, the the actual thing, but they both won. They both won their first round. It's the first time that's happened in a really long time. Um, I used to do some uh, sideline reporting, some color commentary for the Princeton women's basketball team not that long ago. So um, uh, a lot of I still know a lot of people down there. Um, some of the players are still there that when I was there. So it was not that long ago. But also, um, the Princeton men have a coach. His name is Chris Mongelia. Chris Mongelia and I went to high school together. He was a grade older than me, and we were in the same math class pretty much throughout our high school careers. Mr. Taylor's class, Ms. Martinson's class, Algebra 2, Geometry, Trigonometry. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's wild to, to look on TV and see him sitting there and, uh, you know, just, um, I don't know, just a congratulations. Nice little shout-out. Princeton men, Princeton women. Um, because they don't get a lot of airtime, so that they should. And and Chris, congratulations, um, job well done, good job. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. We are, uh, and that's Dumont High School, by the way, Dumont, New Jersey. Um, and uh, yeah, so we are talking lineup construction and 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 all that. And and some somebody tweeted me and said, oh, you know the um, the service time manipulation is irrelevant now. The shortstop the Braves called up last year is now starting the season in the minors. No, no. I was talking about Jeremy Pena, the shortstop for the Astros. Jeremy Pena, who ended the season hitting 253 with a war of five. That guy. That rookie. Let the kids play. All right, kicking us off, leading us off, if you will, on this ooh, opening day almost show. Uh, with me, Danielle McCartan. We're going to go on, on line one. Doug. Croton on the Hudson, you are leading off today. Hey, good afternoon. How are you? Great. How are you? Beautiful day to talk about baseball. Perfect day. <laughs> anyway, can we like uh, can we address the baseball a little bit? Just touch on the Knicks real quick. Yeah. All right. So with the baseball, I was listening to what you were saying in your opening monologue. Um, I'm pretty sure Volpe's going to play. I was watching TV one day, and Steinbrenner seemed seemed pretty uh, adamant that he's going to get involved if he needs to. Good. He didn't say that he's going to be Volpe, but he goes that there's a decision to be made. So I think Volpe, in my opinion, is going to definitely be the starter. Good. 
And then secondly, with Cashman, we were talking about Cashman before, mm-hmm. is I'm a big fan. I've been following the Yankees since 69 when they had Horace Clark, Jerry Kenny, all these guys in 64. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think since Gene Michael left the team, we have had not a, have had a championship type of GM. Mm-hmm. I want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty clear about that. Yes. Because every player we get is injured. We're letting all the rookies go. We're letting all of these guys coming up go. And all I see, I go to a lot of games, and all I'm seeing is injured players on the DL. Yep. We have all these pitching staff, half of them are injured. Everybody, we got a center fielder, could be good, but he's injured. Yep. So I'm just wondering, how long is Cashman going to be there? Well, they just re-upped him, so he's going <laughs> to be around for, what, four more years or something like that? So, yeah, exactly. So not going anywhere, and neither is Boone. Yeah, but I don't get it. I'm uh, just wondering what your thoughts were on that. What is the obsession with uh, Steinbrenner keeping Cashman? Listen, I'm not knocking him. He's done some, I am knocking him, but he's done some good things. Yeah. He also, he's had the money to do it. Yes. He has not impressed me with any of his moves that I was like, wow, this is G. Michael days. We got Paul O'Neill. Yeah. Well, wow, we got, you know, like, this is nothing, nobody coming up that those Yankee fans have to be excited about. Well, Volpe, except I mean, for, he's one, right? Except Volpe. Yeah. Right. Well, Peraza. he hasn't got his chance to screw him up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and you love it. You look at the process hugging of, of Clint Frazier and all that at the time. Like, people wanted Clint Frazier, and he hugged on. He hugged him too tight. Listen, the only Frazier that were good was uh, was Walt Frazier and Joe Frazier. That was it. <laughs> I haven't seen another good Frazier since those two. But, Doug, Todd Frazier is going to be great on the Yes Network, by the way. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, we got somebody to, to look at with the Frazier. I want somebody with a bat in the hands. Yeah, anyway, no, um... So what I want to talk about with the Knicks, and I just want to give kudos to my daughter, Brianna. She was at the Knicks game. I was in a room, but gave her my Knicks tickets. They chose her to be the uh, third quarter activity <laughs> yeah. for International Women's Day. Cool. And she hit the layup, hit the right side, the left side, and the three-pointer and won $1,000. Oh, so my. So good for Brianna. God, five that's three, awesome. 5-3, played high school basketball six years ago. Started missing in the beginning and nailed it, and the crowd went nuts with one second left. That's awesome. Pointer. Oh, good for her. Good that. All I knew was I heard, I heard noise. I heard a lot of noise. That's all I remember. Oh, my God. That's so, awesome. Good for her. Same out my love to my daughter. So with the Knicks, I'll segue into that with the Knicks. It's my problem, and I watch a lot with my daughter, Brianna, and um, is that, you know, we, we got a great coach. I think we have a really good coach, mm-hmm. but I don't think we have a good coach for in-game substitutions. And I've been watching the Knicks in 69, so I'm yeah. lucky enough to have seen Frazier and Reed and all those guys. I was about nine years old, but, you know, I saw it. And um, I don't get his substitutions. He's draining these guys to the point when the players start, we're going to have nothing. And I want to know your thoughts well, about yeah. that, too. And, and, Doug, and thanks for the call there. With the Knicks, and we can get into the Knicks a little bit, too, but it seems to be that uh, – he, he plays the guys he trusts, and that's it, and he rides them to the end. And that was his MO coming in. Right, and, and you got guys like Julius Randle losing their cool at the end of games, but, but they're just they're tired. You know, they need a, they need a rest. So uh, yeah, in, in game decisions, I mean, there's options, and he's just sticking to who he's got. And, and also, too, you can only play who you have, right? You, you can't bring anybody in at this point, and you've just got to figure it out quickly. I mean, all these guys, heart, a lot of depth, so which is good. But you know, they they, they he's really riding these these these. Like Julius Randle, uh, it's just that, that he's got to figure that out. And that could be detrimental to the team, chemistry and all that, if he doesn't figure out the, 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 uh, I think it's a word. Uh, uh, I can't think of a word off the top of my head. But the, the problem 
but that's not the word I wanted. But the problem that is Julius Randle and what he's been posing to this team in the in the past week or two with the outbursts. It's it's a lot. We talk about that in a second, but let's go back to uh, Marty in Westchester. You're up here on the fan in New York. Yes, hi Daniel. Good afternoon. Oh um, yeah. Good, good. I'm actually going to my first Yankee game of the season on Saturday, and I fully expect Anthony Volpe to be at shortstop when the game starts. I, I can't see any way possible that he wouldn't be the starter based upon what he's done in spring training. You would think. I hope so. I mean, I hope they, the Yankees don't make the same mistakes that uh, that the Mets have made, as you illustrated in your monologue. But, uh, I mean, he hits. He hits with power. He, he's got speed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he plays with enthusiasm. And they does, they really need this because this is a team that has issues in other in other positions. And we've talked about that left field, yep. what have you, third base, and um, you know it it, it it it'll be a lot of uh, angry Yankee fans if he if he start on on the in the uh, starting uh, lineup on oh, yeah. side of, uh, this uh, opening day actually on Thursday. Uh, as far as Luis Severino is concerned, uh, I'm not surprised. I, I heard the news I was in the car driving. I heard uh, Joe Benigno, uh talk about it late in the show, and I just shook my head. I mean, uh, this is a pitcher with a world of talent, but he just can't seem to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, I was just reading something on Twitter. Anthony Volpe will be in the lineup for the Yankees tomorrow. Aaron Boone said, hopefully a good time. Um, yeah, I mean, Severino, uh, Marty, Severino, I just I thought we had breaking news, that's all. Um, but with Severino, I mean, how, how many times is, is, is too many? Like, the guy is always hurt. He had, how many? What was the last time he played a full season? Uh, 2018. Yeah, look that's at that. That's the last time. That's four years ago. Yeah, it's 2023, and he's going to be starting the season likely on the IL if they haven't done it already uh, while the show's been on. But I mean, uh, but but what do you do? You, you can't trade him. What are you going to do with him? You just got to ride it out. Right, you ride it out for this year, and uh, I guess I'll have to make a decision long term. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's it's very frustrating because uh, he's a talented. Uh, Pitcher. I mean, he was one of their top prospects yep. when he first came up, and now you have actually have three pitchers that are going to be on a disabled list. That all, they all three of them have a history of uh, injuries. And, and uh, Rodon right. and, and Montas. Right. Which is Marty. You know, you're a, you're a loyal listener. What did I say about both Rodon and Montas? No, N O from me on both of them. Of Absolutely. course, the Yankees go out and get them, and boom, there you mm-hmm. go. Well, I'm going to be very interested to see how those pitches that the Yankees traded to Oakland, how they perform this year. Yeah. Worth keeping an eye on, for sure. and and Walter Chuck. Yep. I'm going to keep a close eye on them because if they pitch well, then, I mean, that's a black mark on Cashman. Yeah. Uh, Yet another. Yet another. Right. Well, Marty, we'll wait and see. Enjoy opening day. And then the game on Saturday. I'm actually going on Saturday. I'm not going opening day. I'm going Saturday. I'll enjoy the game Saturday. Thanks a lot. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks. My pleasure's all mine there, Marty. Uh, I mean, right? There is no world in which Volpe is not starting at shortstop, right? I mean, right? Uh, Brian Hoke, by the way, tweeted while Marty was on the phone there. Uh, Brian Hoke tweeted that Ron Marinaccio is on the roster. Oswald Peraza said he hasn't been told anything yet. That was uh, about at 351. So uh, just, you know, keeping an eye on it. Trying to bring you any news that I see as I as I come across it. Let's go to Leonardo in Manhattan. Che c'è, Leonardo? Ciao, sei un annunciatore appassionato, Coach Daniele. <laughs> Grazie. You are one zesty Italian. Um, <laughs> and I also want to, you know, Princeton, great for Princeton, you know, back 
probably before you were born, I did uh, some Lady Fordham Rams basketball. And the fact that they call, like, I don't know, do they still call women's teams the Lady whatever? Is that, like, still I don't a like thing? that. I know. The Lady Vols. That, right? Tennessee does. I know. The Lady Vols. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, is a Ram? I don't even know if it's a Ram, a male or female. Who knows? But um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I want to ask you a quick question. Um, I haven't been able to catch some of your shows on Saturday. I apologize. But as we get into the season, what, which of the rules? So we have the no shift rule. Uh-huh. We have the pickoff rule mm-hmm. and, and, and the pitch clock rule. Uh, a, do you like all of them? And B, which, which of those do you think is going to affect the game the most this year? Yeah, Leonor, I, I got to say I, I love the pitch clock. I love the um, what was the other one? The pitch clock I loved. Pick off. Uh, you can't. You, yeah, that's like the one. I, that's the one to, I yeah. don't love. But and and all the other ones I like. But but that one is is kind of like, huh, you know, like it, it's good. I, 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 it's positive. It's positive for the game. It keeps it moving. Keeps it more entertaining. I don't hate any of them. But if like out of the three, if next year they're going to be like, all right, we're all we're going to change this. That the right. pickoff one is the one I would change, but will it make a difference? I mean, I'm on. I was on three something today. Usually, I, I'm not starting my show until like four thirty after a game. Right. I, I love it. I mean, at the speed, it's engaging. I mean, I was driving in listening. Commercials are usually five minutes. You know, I switch around a little bit. I switch around. I, I listened to half a song, and, I, and they were already back with one out. I was like, oh man, <laughs> what did I miss? You know. <laughs> So I I, and, uh, I I love it. I just love it. It's gonna it's gonna help the game of baseball to keep the kids more engaged. All that, all that. It's it's great. It's it's really really good. Cool, cool. Last question. Uh, we have a little pool in the office going around. Um, if 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 you were a betting person, or if you had to to take an educated guess, mm-hmm. what would you say the over under is for Jacob Degrom number of starts this year? Hmm. Hmm. So I'm just picking the, the the. I'm doing eleven. I think that's maybe people think it's on the low side, but uh, you know he he, pull, he pulls like a a quad, you know, a rib muscle like sneezing that guy. <laughs> You're gonna say eleven. I'm gonna say there was eleven last year. I'm gonna go. I think he's gonna say screw you, Met fans. I think he's gonna do about. I'm gonna say twenty. My number's twenty. All right. All right, whoever wins, uh, we'll buy each other a bagel, whoever gets closest. All right, I'll I'll Venmo you. (laughs) All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks, Leonardo. I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, I think think Jacob DeGrom, he's going to try to pitch through any sort of anything just to say, look, hey, Mets, look what you could have had. Look, look, I'm fine. I'm healthy. 11 starts last year, 15 the year before that, 12 the year before that. Yeah, but look, I'm going to do 20 this year just to show you, just to stick it. That's what I think. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, Pat in Long Island, you're up next here on The Fan in uh, in the city, in the big city, Manhattan. Hey, Daniel. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, thank you. Uh, I'm a Mets fan, and I will be at opening day, and I'm excited for the pitch clock because that means I can get a train back at the reasonable hour right? of maybe 1030 for a night game. Right, mm-hmm. it's 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 amazing. It's great, and and think about all the. I mean, me, I'm gonna. I, I'm a teacher during the week. I, I don't stay up to the the end of games. I just look, you know, get as far as I can into the game and watch the rest in the morning and read the highlights or whatever. But think about the kids that I teach. They might be able to stay up and watch the end of the games now. It's just it's great, Pat, and and people and, and the trains and all that. It's 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 wonderful, fantastic. 
My question to you is about Beatty and Viengos. Uh, Do you think that they are keeping them down to try to raise their trade value with limited service time? I don't know. I mean, no. I think I think both of those. I mean, maybe right, but you never, I don't know. I'm not there. But I, mean, I, I would just say, don't understand it at all. No, I don't get it at all. I, I I don't think that's the reason. I mean, these guys can help this team now. Like they could be on this team now. They're both better than Ruff or Vogelback or or um um the other guy, whatever his name is, Fam. Yeah, they're better than all of them. So like, wait a second, what are we doing here? Like Aaron Judge said, if you are good, if you are the best man for the job, then you should have the job. I don't understand why these. I I think ultimately what it boils down to, Pat. I think it's it's a general manager that is um, unwilling to admit that he made a mistake. It's a general manager that is doubling down on the mistake he made in inquiring those guys. And what do you think they're going to do for uh, the eighth and ninth innings in terms of relief? Well, Robertson, right? You got David Robertson, mm-hmm. which was a good pickup, which was something I was advocating for, which was good. Probably out of Eno, eight, Robertson, nine, probably. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed. Have a great Sunday. Yeah, you too, Pat. Thanks. Um, yeah, Adovino probably seven eight, Robertson nine. Yeah, that's a big blow not to have Edwin Diaz as part of that team this year. You know, and, and I'm seeing all the the renderings of MLB the Show, and everybody's showing. Oh, look, they got the trumpets on in in, in the in the gameplay and all that. Well, there's going to be no trumpets at City Field this year, unfortunately. Which uh, which kind of stinks. He is he's. Might be the best closer in the game of baseball. The Mets will make do, you know. Um, I can't see them going into a postseason scenario with Robertson and Adovino at the back end of their bullpen, though. I think they're going to make changes. I, they, I, they're going to have to bring somebody in. And it depends on, on which prospects that it is. But getting back to the original question, I don't know. Beatty and Vientos could help the team now. And uh, speaking of helping the team now, Johnny Brito. Johnny Brito eased, for now, some nerves around here today. I'm Daniel McCartan. We'll talk about how he slots into the Yankees' pitching rotation next, right here on The Fan. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk, too. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Martin. Thanks for tuning in. If that's on 1019-660, the free Odyssey app, or streaming just from WFAN.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it on this beautiful Sunday afternoon here in New York City. I've got the Mets on TV, Verlander. And you know what? They're playing the Marlins. And did you see that the Marlins, I think, for every Friday night home game, I think, this year, I think that's what it is, they're going to be going throwing it back to the Teal Unis. The black, the teal, the gray. I love that. I love that look. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, some not-so-breaking news from the Mets is that uh, infielder Danny Mendick has been optioned to AAA. He had an outside chance of making the team anyway. Um, he played in 10 games this spring, hit 200. So he'll be uh, he'll be starting the season in AAA. Not, again, I said not-so-breaking news. We are awaiting the big breaking news, so... Let's see if uh, where Anthony Volpe is going to end up. Hopefully, they 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 announce it in the next I don't know hour or so. That would be fantastic. <laughs> but uh, Johnny Brito, 
looks to be the uh, the guy that's going to you know slide in and make the the blow of losing Luis Severino for at least, in my opinion, and I think he said three to four starts. Johnny Brito, man. You know there was a there was a tweet that uh, from Max Goodman just the other day the other day it wasn't today and he said um, asked who else could fill in for Luis Severino while he's hurt Boone mentioned Johnny Brito sounds like they could fill his start days with bullpen arms as well that was a quote from I think yesterday or two days ago and I I immediately was ready to get on here and be like great burn out the bullpen by May first right with all these but anyway and Johnny Brito I think has um, changed that narrative. Number 27 prospect he is in the Yankees farm system. Um, he, 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 I'm sorry, in the overall farm system. Uh, he, he, Johnny, I mean, every, today he was actually stellar. There's no way he didn't earn himself that fifth starter spot. I mean, he struck out the side in the first inning. I was listening on my way in, as I mentioned, and uh, I, I was missing parts of it because I was like, oh, half a song? Oh, that, what? What? One out already? I love the pitch clock. Uh, you got to just keep it locked, right? As Pete Alonso uh, is about to turn a rundown sort of double play, um, he finished five and a third, no hits, no runs given up, no walks. Those three strikeouts right there in the first inning, and the best part about it, he induced ten ground ball outs. Can't hit a home run if it's on the ground, so that that's encouraging. Uh, but you go back to Luis Severino, and it's like I know people are fed up. With Severino. Now it's a low-grade... What did Cashman say on the broadcast before with John and Susan? Very, very, very low-grade lat strain. I mean, come on. Come on. Clark Schmidt. I mean, compare the two. Mets or Yankees starting pitching rotations. Who would you rather have? Yeah. The answer's the Mets. Easy. 877-337-6666 is the number to get aboard. On this beautiful Sunday afternoon, we go to Astoria. Lou, you're up here on the fan. Hey, Danielle, how are you? Great, how are you, Lou? Glad to see you back. Oh, thank you, thank you. Listen, the only I agree 100 percent with you. The only re, the only time that I would give the, the Yankees and the Mets the benefit of the doubt is they would assign the future MVP Trey Turner yep. because he would be playing short. But I still want Bobby to move to second and trade uh, Gleyber Torres. Was starting pitcher. Yeah, so it's so a couple of things. Trey Turner was there. The Philadelphia Phillies, it's going to be very tough to beat him, I'm telling you. Yeah, Lou, they just co- a couple things there, Lou. I know for a fact that when wherever Trey Turner went, he was not going to play second base. He did not want to play second base. Um, I don't think that was his impression um, at all. He was going to go uh, wherever he Yankees, was going to go. He was playing the shortstop, perfect pop, shortstop, period. don't you think? So for the if, Yankees, he would have played shortstop. Yeah, he he would play shortstop for the Yankees. He pro- yes, he and would with have. The, with, yes, with the Mets, I'm pretty sure that he. I don't know if he would have played third, but he's an athlete. He's good. Let me tell you. He's oh my pretty, god, pretty good. He is so good. He would have been a perfect Yankee, Lou. He would have been a perfect. Yes, yes. and then Yankee. you know what? Bob is still the way Bob is going right now. I will agree with you. He should have been moved to second base. Well, let me tell you another one. Well, the, the thing there, Luke, crazy. but the thing over there about about Volpe, I mean, the Yankees have such a backlog at second base. I mean, they've got every, everybody playing second base on that team. So it's like, yeah, I know. for now, let's see. Give him a shot at shortstop because the Yankees don't have a shortstop as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but they say that Volpe has a little problem, which I didn't see it, you know, glove-wise, defensive-wise. You know, defensively, he's... Even his arm, but anyway. But, we'll, but uh, let's see it. This, but let's see it. This is the only headache. This is the only thing that I have. 
why, and you don't even mention it, mm-hmm. there's a guy, you both be us Italian, Jason Dominguez is Dominican, mm-hmm. okay? Why did you shut down this kid when he was doing so well to the fans and everybody in the world will say, right now, we don't have a left fielder, and right now, we don't have a center fielder, okay? Right, right. Alex Rodriguez was 18 years old when he started his career. Yep. Andrew Jones was 20. Uh, Jeter was 20. Uh, Ted Williams was 20. Give the guy a chance. Yeah. If he's hitting, there's no way, there's no reason to sit him down. Let It's all about the service time. You're right. That's all it's all about. I mean, this kid, even though he's 20 years old, he's in the, Domin- he's from the Dominican Republic. He's been playing baseball since he was five years old. This is all year long that he plays play baseball in the Dominican Republic. Don't give me that, that he doesn't have experience in the minor league. What he was doing was incredible. I mean, 400, four home runs. It's, it's amazing. Now, let me go to the WABC. Wait, before we do that, Luke, yeah, before we do that, I, I'm just looking. I'm looking at, at Jason Dominguez. And, and show, me I the, think, show me the start with Jason. I'm with Jason before they yeah. shut him down and shut him up. Yeah, spring training, he was hitting. I mean, he had uh, 25 plate appearances. He was hitting 455, which is amazing. Holy Four <laughs> home runs, I know. But the thing is, I mean, he. I'm looking at his, like, his, his minor league stats. He, he hasn't gotten, you know what I mean? Like, how do I say it? Like his his the pitchers that he went up against this spring were actually considered to be like high A pitchers, and this is not what I'm saying. It's what Baseball Reference is saying. So like, the quality of the pitchers he was facing wasn't you know like like Volpe was. He Volpe was against the Twins number one. He was against Nola, yeah, the Phillies number one. Daniela, they let him play. But why yeah. didn't you let Jason advance? Why didn't yeah. you let him bring bring the pros, bring the big guys, and let's see what he does? Okay. That's what I couldn't understand. I mean, he played the outfield perfectly. He was throwing to the right base. He did everything wrong. He's, he's a 5-2 player. Okay, so I don't understand that. But that's what, what are you going to do? Anyway, the WABC, what is he coming on it? I mean, before I give you a couple of things. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yeah. In today's game, one of the Yankee pitchers, he dropped the ball while he was switching and, you know, behind his, uh, his back. And that was called a balk. Some of those rules are ridiculous. If that happens in a real game, in the World Series in the playoff, I'm gonna I'm gonna break the TV. I'm telling you that right now. I mean, I don't know if you saw it. Somebody can explain it to you. He was just behind his back. He was switching the ball to where he was gonna throw a fastball or a curve, and the ball happened to drop, and that was a balk, and the runners advanced. That's a disrespect for the for the game and records in baseball. Anyway, now let me put you in the spot in the spot before you go to WBC, which I like because it was real baseball. The shift was people were beating the shift. People were stealing bases. People were bunting. If you have a team and you have a player to pick to be your number one, who will it be? And you take care and you have a nice day. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah Lou. Uh, was it the team that you wanted me to ask? No, no, the player that you actually. Oh. I mean, I mean, I, I know that you love George. I know that you love him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to change. I don't want to. Tell you, no, don't say Derek Jeter because uh, <laughs> I want to kill you, okay? <laughs> Derek Jeter is nice, but if you say that, yeah. I, let me put it this way. And yet, I don't know if that's your opinion. If he retires today, Shohei Otani is the Hall of Famer. What he's doing is unbelievable, incredible. You have a good day. Yeah, thanks there, Lou. I appreciate it. And we, uh, uh, Joel Sherman, I got to tell everybody this. Joel Sherman just put a video out four minutes ago. During Lou's call. And it's a video that has 5,000 views so far. If you want to go and look at it. Um, he's, this is the quote, uh, the, the, the caption. He wrote, 
This is Anthony Volpe concluding a long phone call on the field. Maybe he was ordering pizza. I bet not. A game he did not play in had been long over, and the Yankees were clearly informing players today whether they were making the team or not. Joel Sherman then followed that up with, Volpe is now taking pictures with his mom and his dad on the field. Again, they probably had a coupon for the pizza, and they are just so happy. (laughs) So it looks as though this is the breaking news that we were looking for. Via Joel Sherman, sort of, kind of. It looks as though Anthony Volpe has made the opening day roster for this Yankee team. That is the right move. If that's, in fact, the truth. And I'm going to keep scouring the internet for you. And there's a picture from Brian Hoke. Volpe, there he is on the field, on the warning track, with the guys watering down the field behind him, taking pictures with his parents on the field, with with the grounds keepers behind him. Hmm. Well, officially, unofficial, I think, Anthony Volpe has made the opening day roster. Brian Hoke also said Anthony Volpe is getting hugs on the field and just took a very happy photo with his parents. Well, that might be it. And if that's, in fact, the truth, Anthony Volpe, congratulations. You made it to the show, man. Wow. Awesome. But, hey, until we get official word, we're not going to conjecture. But that might be the news we've been waiting for. 877-337-6666. I will continue to keep my eyes open for that. Yay, I'm just so happy. Uh, I wonder if he's going to wear 77. I wonder if he's going to keep that. We'll see. All right, to Kevin. In Camden we go. Kevin, what's up? What's up, Coach? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I want to talk about the uh, the Yankees and the Mets. I'm going to start with the Yankees real quick first. I think Volpe coming up, you have to do it. I mean, I, you, you, you he's been tearing the cover off. You need to do it. Yes. And and as far as this guy, Brito, I didn't watch the game today. I didn't, I didn't really watch much street training, to be honest with you. But the pitching, that, it, it, it's, again, it's, I, I've got, we've gone over this. How many times have we gone over this in like the last few months? I mean, we, we Montas, uh, Severino, um, I, I can name, um, the other pitches that's been, I mean, it's just the, the lack of depth is just. Hey, Kevin, can I cut you off for one second there? Yeah. This is the tweet. Jeff Passan, top shortstop prospect, Anthony Volpe, has made the New York Yankees opening day roster. As he should. That's a great, that's finally a decent move. And it, you know what? It's about time because now trade tra- 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 Torres and then put, you know, that's what they should do. Trade Torres and put um, Peraza in second base. And then you guys are starting infield for the next decade. Yeah. But, you know, right now, for right now, just, it's good for Volpe. Good for him. Deserved, deservedly so. He's been covering the cover off. I'm really proud of him. And it's good for this team. They need to send the best 25 players up north. And that leads me to the Mets point. All, all due respect to Darren Ruff, and all and, you know, I'm sure he's a great guy, nice guy, I'm sure. But you know, Vientos, okay, I could see maybe him, okay, maybe even if he's had a good spring through. But Beatty needs to. I'm sorry, he's he, got to be there. Ah, uh, absolutely. Escobar, listen, Escobar, I get he's a veteran. I get that you know he's, you know, Buck loves his veterans. I get that. 
but you said your best 25 players up north. And if, if you really believe in your veterans, I can name a thousand veterans that are right now that are out there that are way better than that. Like Luke Voigt right now is a free agent. If you, if you really believe in veterans, if that's your, if that's his mantra, right. his Bucks mantra, sign Luke Voigt. He's better than Darren Ruff. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, no disrespect to Darren Ruff. I, I, just, I just don't think he, I don't think he can handle New York. I don't Ruff think, and fam, and now he's got arthritis in his wrist. Ruff. I mean, I mean, uh, come on. Enough of that experiment. He, Stop doubling down on it. He just batted during the last caller, and he it, it was a flyout. I mean, the guy can't. There's nothing. There's nothing that we haven't seen. Like, and this is a team that's supposed to be all all in on win now. I mean, you can't get too far behind because listen, Scherzer and Verlander, you know, they're great pitchers, but they're older pitchers. The you know, any minute their arms could start, their arms could start acting up. You gotta take advantage with the win now. You gotta get your best players. Oh, yeah. Because I'm telling you, oh, if yeah. one injury to one of those pitchers. Or, or or Nemo or anybody anybody uh, major cog this mess team is done any major injury outside of uh, you know because Diaz that was a brutal injury but I mean any major injury now they're they're basically done they need to be that's why you need the best twenty five players up there now yeah. and I'm sorry but winning Escobar third is is just it's almost automatic out almost. Yeah, I hate to be that way about Escobar, but it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. And Kevin, him combined with all the other guys they have platooning and filling in at DH, I mean, it's just, it's almost like an automatic out, really. That's the biggest thing that the Mets didn't do this year. The Mets did not go out and get themselves a real-life designated hitter. That's going to come back to, to bite them. I said it when it happened, but, you know, when when all my top guys that I had ranked came off the board, I was like, this this is going to this is going to this is going to hurt them. Uh, but it is official via Jeff Passan. Anthony Volpe has made the New York Yankees opening day roster. We will talk about that next right here on WFAN. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to WFAN. My name is Danielle McCartan, and I've got some breaking news for you in real life. Real life breaking news. Anthony Volpe has made the New York Yankees opening day roster. It is official. 21-year-old Anthony Volpe has and will become the youngest player to start on opening day since... His favorite player growing up, Derek Jeter. The youngest Yankee to start on opening day is now Anthony Volpe. And this is, you know, if if you're, if you're, let's put it this way. This was obvious. This was an obvious choice. That, you know, if, if he didn't make this team on opening day, it was going to be, you know, a question of was it even an open competition to begin with. Anthony Volpe will be starting for the New York Yankees on opening day. He's got a 14% chase rate this spring. He hit 277, three home runs, eight stolen bases, and that, in my opinion, is where he's going to be most valuable. How many years ago did I talk to him? Two years ago? He said that they practiced base running for 30 minutes every day at practice in minor leagues. He did. This is the type of player the Yankees need on their roster. He's like almost anti-Yankee in it when he can get done. I mean, the next question is going to be, 
where do you put him in the lineup? Where does he slot in? Because his asset, one of his best assets, is as a base runner, as a, a base stealer. You saw him the other day. He, he off off uh, Aaron Nola, the Phillies' number one pitcher, Aaron Nola. He turned a double into a triple. So you got to put him in the spot in the in the lineup. Speaking of guys that like to run the bases, Brandon Nimmo just scored from first base in the game, just now. Scored from first. Okay, they're 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 very similar in how they run the bases. But do you put him ninth as as what would be like a, a secondary leadoff batter? I don't know because if you look who's in front of him at that point, it would be who's in front of him. Trevino, he's a base clogger. He's a base path clogger. You've got uh, Hicks. I mean, th- he. He's going to get the start. I mean, stop the belly aching. He's going to get a, get the start. Donaldson, he can't run. So, all right, where do you put him? To me? To me? I mean, he was a leadoff hitter just three days ago. He fell behind 0-2. Saw nine pitches in that at-bat. Is it really that crazy to maybe slot Anthony Volpe in as the leadoff batter? Is is it crazy? Is it nuts? Or do you put him uh, Lemayhu one, Volpe two, Judge three, Stanton four, Rizzo five? The one thing I will say, especially with these new base rules, you can't you can't put him behind somebody that's going to clog up the bases. That's it. He's a runner. He's going to score runs for you. He's going to lead the league and lead the team, I should say, in runs scored. Anthony Volpe is. And I'll tell you this. I'll caution you this right now. If he slumps, let let him develop. You have to let him develop. If he slumps, he'll work it out. Don't pile on. Don't kill the kid on the radio. And don't question Brian Cashman bringing him up. Because I'll say it before, I'll say it again. I have not met a single Yankee fan who does not want Anthony Volpe in the Bronx. So breaking news here. Anthony Volpe is, has made the opening day roster for the New York Yankees. Homegrown talent. That is, it's officially official. Congratulations to Anthony Volpe. Auguri, as they say in Italian. And I can't wait to see how they use him in this lineup. I can't wait. Is he his best asset is going to be on a basis? I mean, he he's he's very disciplined at the at the plate. 14% chase rate. Hit 277, three home runs, eight stolen bases. This is a guy that can help the team right now. They got it right. It in fact was an open competition. And Anthony Volpe won the job. Won the job. Fair and square. Congratulations to him, to his family. They're local. You know, New Jersey kid coming up, playing for the Yankees. Nothing better. Again, Anthony Volpe is going to be the youngest Yankee to start on opening day since his favorite player growing up, Derek Jeter. Congratulations all around for Anthony Volpe and to the Yankees for getting this one really right. 
877-337-6666. Richie and Queens, you're up here on the fan. Richie. All right, well, we caught Richie sleeping. Let's put him back on hold. Let's see if we can wake him up a little bit later. Uh, let's go to Anthony and Manalpin. You're up on a fan, Anthony. Hey, Danielle. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good, good. Um, you know, happy for Volpe. I'm a massive Mets fan, by the way, so I kind of wish uh, we had the same news today yep. with uh, Brett Beatty and Mark Vientos. In fact, it's the opposite. They're starting the season in AAA. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't think I could come up with any – um, you know, real answer behind this, besides maybe Epler not wanting to own up to a massive mistake. That's right. That's uh, what it is. Tr- that that trade for Russ didn't make sense at the time. It doesn't make sense now. Uh, he shouldn't be near a roster, and neither should Tommy Pham. Um, you know, this is a team that tied the division after leading it for 95% of the season, and, you know, one random game in, in June or July could have been the difference. We don't have time back to these experiments with these guys that should not even be on major league rosters. Yep. Right. I mean, I mean, I don't know what else more how to add to that. I mean, yes, right. And you've got a general manager that's double, tripling down. And, and if this was an open competition, as they said it might be in, in Mets camp, look at what, like, I know spring training numbers don't, like, quote-unquote, matter, but they matter to the guys that might be making the team, and they matter to the guys that might not be making the team. And and you've got Vientos, who outperformed both Ruff and Fam. Why is he not on the on the roster? I, I don't understand. Yeah, and, and not to mention, Brett Beatty had a fantastic uh, spring training. Yes. Um, beyond talented. Yes. You could still use Eduardo Escobar in the DH hole, um, and as well as Vientos, um, and and you know it, it's funny because they're they're so gentle with the way that they handle the prospects right now, but they had no problem calling up Alvarez and Beatty before the Brave series last year, the biggest series of the year. So it, it kind of just makes me very, you know, seem like these guys don't know how to handle the prospects. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. And and you could do if. You or I could fill out a team with, with an unlimited budget, right? Just go out there and spend and spend and spend and bring in free agents and get Justin Verlander and all this stuff, Max Scherzer. But the, the real, where, where GMs really make their, their, their money, right, is, is in the trade market. And for me, Billy Epler hasn't cut it for me. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. It seems like without Steve Cohen's wallet, Epler is kind of just, you know, an average GM at, at best, so... Well, you know, it is what it is. Thanks yep. for taking my call, Danielle. Yeah, Anthony, thank you. And I pre- and appreciate the call, but, you know, they always say, oh, well, you know, it's it's not forever, right? It, it won't be forever. Okay, well, really, those two guys, both of them, Beatty and Vientos, if it's really a competition, they outperform their competition this spring. No doubt about it. Again, 877-337-6666 is the phone number to get aboard. we got a quick break. we got a Pete McCarthy update, and we have a, now a countdown to opening day. Anthony Volpe, the shortstop of the New York Yankees. I'm Daniel McCart with you till about 5.50, right up until our Nets coverage begins here on The Fan in New York City. The Fan is better when you're part of it. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Welcome back to the fan. My name is Danielle McCartan. We've got um, 
as, as we've heard, as we talked about, we had some breaking news. The breaking news that we were hoping for, I mean, at least I was hoping for on my show today. Anthony Volpe has made the team. Anthony Volpe is a New York, a New York Bronx, New York Yankee. Uh, here's a clip from Yankees Twitter, the official Yankees Twitter account of, of uh, Aaron Boone informing Mr. Volpe that he made the team that he grew up rooting for. Difficult conversation to have to have because you came in and did play your ass off, okay? And, you know, we talked about at the start of this being a competition and, and you killed it. But at the end of the day, you got 20-something games at AAA. There's always room for development. But at the end, I think that development should happen in the big leagues. Welcome to New York. (laughs) (laughs) That's Aaron Boone hitting him with the old trickaroo, I guess. Uh, But the best news coming out of Yankee camp in quite some time. Number five overall prospect. MLB's number one overall shortstop prospect. And, of course, the Yankees' number one overall prospect. Anthony Volpe has made the New York Yankees opening day roster. Volpe this spring, a 14% chase rate. He hit 277, three home runs, eight stolen bases. And I talked to him, I don't even know, two years ago or something about his strikeout rate. And whatever it was, it was it was some ridiculous like 18% or something in the minor leagues. And he he looked at me and he said, you know, that's that's still too high. I mean, this is a guy that has is, is going to fill a lot of different voids on this Yankees team, whether that be on the bases or patient at the plate or just, you know, just getting on the bases. That's the kind of guy he is. He steals them. He works on it 30 minutes a day, stealing bases at least. He hits for contact and a little bit of power, runs well. And you know what? I agree with Aaron Boone. Let that development come at the major league level. This kid is so ready for it. I mean, Exhibit A, he worked a nine-pitch at-bat the other day. He went down 0-2 and worked a nine-pitch at-bat. It was the fourth inning the other day, and he, off of Aaron Nola, he hits a tra- legs out a triple, hits a double off Aaron Nola, and then he was one hit away from a cycle, a home run for a cycle. Pablo Lopez might have had the best, you know, telling quote of all. He said... After he struck him out in the first inning, Volpe homered him off of him in the third. And Lopez said of Volpe, it's a quote. He said he saw what he saw for me, and then he went to the plate with a better understanding and idea. Then he executed that plan. That shows a lot of maturity. That shows a lot of promise. And that's Pablo Lopez, the Twins, the number one pitcher, saying that. So the Yankees today did, today, uh, just now, did what, what everybody thought they were going to do. Anthony Volpe has made the opening day roster. And you know what? He is the youngest Yankee to start opening day since his favorite player growing up, Derek Cheater. And Aaron Judge said earlier this month, if you're the best player, it doesn't matter your age. You should be helping the New York Yankees. doesn't matter if you're 19, if you're 31. I think if you're the best guy for the job, you should be playing. And clearly the Yankees thought that Anthony Volpe was the best guy for the job. The countdown to Thursday begins... I'm gonna have to figure out a way how I can how I can stream this game because uh, I can't wait. I am so excited for him, local kid. Congratulations to him and uh, and his family. And it's just, I mean, it's got to be a dream come true, right? Very cool, very cool. Congratulations, Anthony Volpe, Al Goody, and uh, see you in the Bronx soon. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. We go to Tom in Port St. Lucie. Tom, what's up? Danielle, how are you? Great. How are you? 
Oh, ecstatic. Me too. <laughs> I like, I mean, and it's so crazy because I wish I was going to opening day, um, Yankees on Thursday, but call the coincidence since I live in Port St. Lucie, I'm actually going to uh, opening day for the Mets on <laughs> okay. Thursday because that's cool. It's, yeah, it's easier. Um, but I wanted to clear, I wanted to just uh, say real quick. First of all, I think you do an awesome job. Thank I you. love listening to your show. Thank you. Um, and uh, with Volpe, I think that it's like it's going to be good for the Yankees. And I think Aaron Aaron Boone and Brian Cash made an awesome decision. Yep. And I believe he can handle the New York media. And um, I think it's time for the Yankees to get young. You know, I mean, I love Rizzo. I, I, you know, I mean, we have Judge. You know, Dominguez. I mean, he's probably. I think he'll be up midseason. Um, you know, Osvaldo Cabrera showed some great, you know, showed some great, uh, some great, uh, you know, times last year. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think it might be time to say goodbye to um, Donaldson now. How? How are they going to do that? As crazy as it sounds, you could do one of two things. You could either give him away to another team and just pay the contract because well, yeah. it's happened before. Okay. The other thing is that, you know, we got a single A player for Joey Gallo, but you know, one thing the Yankees will not do is they will not put a guy making $27 million on the bench because my right. philosophy is this. I would keep Glaber because I think Glaber, you know, he, he's ready to have a monster season. And, but I also would maybe think about making Peraza, you know. Well, that's the thing, right? So now you know Volpe's going to be the start, starting shortstop, right? So you, so you give him a chance, right? And, and, and you give him a chance and see what he can do. I mean, I think you're right. I think Torres is, Tom, thanks for the call there. I think uh, Torres is going to have a monster year. He's in he's in his, his walk year of his contract, right? This is the last year. He's going to have a monster year. So what do you do? Do you end up paying Glaber Torres or – is he a trade piece that can go and get yourself a, a formidable starting pitcher? Or is it Peraza that you're going to start to dangle now, now that you've solved the equation at shortstop? So this is something that I, we can't answer right now. I think we're going to have to just wait and see how Volpe does develop at that major league level that Aaron Boone alluded to in, in the video um, that the Yankees posted, and we just played the audio clip for you. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because there is now a, a real surplus of middle infielders on this Yankees team. And but don't forget... DJ LeMahieu's best defensive position is second base. I want to see DJ LeMahieu playing second base. In my opening day lineup, which I'll post when I go home, I've got DJ LeMahieu starting at second, and I've got Glaber Torres uh, as a DH on opening day, honestly. And so now you look at him like, and you're like, all right, which piece is now able to be exercised in a way that's going to help the Yankees? Is it Glaber Torres? Is it Peraza? I mean, you're not going to move Josh Donaldson. This is a Yankees team that is very conscious of their spending, and they are not going to eat a contract to get rid of Donaldson. They're just not going to do it. I'd be probably shocked if they did. 877-337-6666. I got a tweet from Ray, the playmaker. He said they really did it. Yes, they really did it. Anthony Volpe is part of the show, at the show. He's arrived. <laughs> Let's go to Rick in Tampa. You're up next here on The Fam. Hey, Danielle, what is up? What's going How on, Rick? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited about the uh, – I'm, I'm not only excited about Volpe, which I'll talk about, but also uh, bur- uh, it's burrito day, too. I, I like to call it burrito, burrito. How do you want to throw some burrito. burrito chips in there? But yeah. but he pitched great, and we needed to see that, too. So yes. I will definitely uh, 
I'm excited about both of those. And I think I know uh, we have his n- what number he's going to wear, too, Anthony. Is it going to be 77? No, it's, I believe it'd be 11. So keep your ears open for that one, all right? 11. They're going to give it out. The Brett Gardner 11. Yeah, he's already given his blessing. So Whoa. I think all right. that will be it. All right, I'm going to have so to get myself uh, an 11 uh, jersey then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, but you know what? And and no one's going to complain. He's, he's not going to pull a higgy like last year where he was batting 500 in spring training and then yeah. came up and sucked. Or like he's Greg gonna, Bird. Remember Greg Bird? Yeah, yeah. You can oh, list all of them, but none of the Yankee fans are going to be on on him at all. It better I mean, not be. Like, no, of course not. Best behavior. And, yeah, <laughs> and hey, you know what, Daniel? I got to say, this. there's a, there was a show on HBO this last this season called uh, The Last of Us, right? Mm-hmm. And the girl on it, her name was Ellie, was your voice exactly. Really? And it is so funny. Yeah, I, I'm watching the show, and she's the way she talks in the show. I go, that's Danielle McCartan. That's her. I'm, I'm, I picture it. If I shut my eyes, I'm going <laughs> to have to so, check that out. Yeah, ask somebody. It was the way the way you pronounce words and stuff. It was exactly the same. That's so funny. that's something to the last of us. Give it a, a, the girl Ellie. She's a little okay. younger than you. But yeah, but anyway, uh, and regarding Torres, too, you know, I love Glaber. He's a great guy. I know him very well. And um, the idea of trading him for a pitching now with Brito pitching well today, we'll have to see. But I don't know. You know, it's funny because Glaber playing shortstop when he was good, he was great bat, good everything, but he was a little shaky on defense. Now, little. we know he was Volpe. bad. It was yeah, bad. I know, but Volpe has, is not gold glove either. Yet. So, yeah, right. No, I'm, listen, uh, I'll give him plenty to give him time for that. But, um, if, gosh, do you think they would do that? Do you think they would? I mean, I think if they do, it's going to happen soon because uh, they've been kind of sitting them a lot. He did go one for four today, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, if that if he did, all right, if they did trade Glaber, would they move Anthony Volpe to second and keep DJ at third and put Peraza at short? I don't think so because, again, you've got that, that – cash piggy bank over there of Josh Donaldson. He's going nowhere. Uh, They're not going to do that yet, I don't think. But, no, I think your strongest infield is Rizzo first, LeMahieu second. For right now, Volpe shortstop, and, and unfortunately, Donaldson at third. That, that's that's what they're going to roll with on opening day, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. That, that That's going to be it. And then we'll see what the outfield brings. But uh, I'm excited, though. You know, hey, the goal, you know, Johnny Loisaga was in yesterday, and I tell you, he looks great. Yeah, Michael He's, King does, I'll, too. What Michael King too? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, who, who is it that said who can make up for uh, uh, the uh, who? You know, somebody had posed a question. If you take away Judge, who's our threat on the team? This was the question, mm-hmm. and I this was on WFAN, and I had to think to myself. Well, I would ask the question back. It was on BT and Tiki. I would say last year, same question. If you take away Judge, who is our who? Who we trust? Who we riding the back of? And I have to throw it back at that question and say, you know what? It's the bullpen because our bullpen, yes. we rolled that back. And I think this year, the way it's setting up now is going to be awesome. And I think that will cover up some of the defects of our pitching staff. So I'm I like you. I'm looking forward to uh, streaming. It should be on. What do you mean streaming? It's going to be on TV, right? Well, yeah. I, I'm going to be in the classroom, so I'm going to have to figure out oh. <laughs> figure out a way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the kid, I'll have the kids do some play-by-play in Italian or something. Uh, I don't know. Right, I have yeah. to figure it out. I got to get creative. I think.
All right, now <laughs> I understand. Right, okay, well, listen, uh, hey, listen, go Rangers. All right. Yeah. Hey, go Rick, Rangers. Rick, before you go, yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. can you email me or send me a message and make sure that I know that it's you because I just booked a trip to Tampa. We're going to the Yankees Tampa game, uh, end of August. When? When are you going? The end of end August. Of, end of August. It's oh, a, and you already got tickets. Well, we're, we know the date. It's no, a, I got tickets for you. You let me know. I got. We'll sit. We'll, we'll sit right behind home plate. We, we got. Oh, great Rick, seats. would you email me? Please email me. How many do you need? How many do you need? Uh, email me. We'll talk. I, I don't well, know. Well, you can I, let me know. We got till August. But I'm going to do- check this out real quick. I'm going to Dodgers, Yankees in L.A., June 2nd and oh, 3rd. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's going to be good. But no, anyway, we're yeah, going to uh, – it's a Sunday game, Italian Heritage Day in Tampa. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. no, no. I'll, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll email you again. I got okay. your email. Yeah, <laughs> good. Email me. guys. I want to yep. get it when I get home later, okay, Rick? We'll talk then. All right, but, All right bye. thanks. Bye. Very cool. It's it's a great day to be a Yankee fan, and we'll just keep the calls going. I mean, you, you like, like Rick just said, too. I mean, Johnny Brito – he couldn't have asked for a better uh, uh, um, audition from Johnny Brito today. Retired every batter he faced, 10 ground ball outs, three strikeouts. I mean, come on. He's going to slot right in. And is it a long-term fix? I mean, we'll wait and we'll wait to see. But, I mean, I don't know. We'll wait and see. But uh, King looked great. Lawai's going to look great. And, and I would agree that the next best on this Yankees is the group that is known as the bullpen. Marinaccio, be back and King and the band's back together. The band that was supposed to be. Let's go to, uh, let's go. We got to do, let's go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Bobby in Long Island. You're up next here on the fan. Yes. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Great. How are you? Uh, great. Good, good. Uh, great mood, Volpe. I think they need more offense, believe it or not, because their starters are in a disarray with the injuries. So the more offense, the better. Yep. Uh, let me get let me get to the Mets. I don't understand. Uh, speaking of Volpe, it's the opposite end with the Mets. They yep. don't break up Beatty. Um, you have uh, Escobar, good DH with left-handed batters. He was terrible against right-handed pitching. So Ruff is terrible. So you could put Escobar to DH, put Beatty at third. Correct. And, and and that would solve two problems right there. It was an easy fix. The answer was right there. Why didn't they do it? I don't I don't understand because a year of service or something they had to do with the service. Ridiculous. Pay. That you know what? That's a uh, that's how you operate a poor the, man's team. Sorry. Uh, right. And Diaz, I mean but you have a, a multi billionaire owner, so right. I don't understand that at all. Exactly. Uh, and and speaking of Diaz, I mean he was a big part of their team. Of course. And they're gonna need more runs. They're going to need more runs this year. And they, they, I know they were like an average offensive. They maybe a 15th in run scored, I believe. They're going to need to be run scored. And I don't understand why if Beatty went over 400 spring training. Okay. I mean, if, and if the guy doesn't feel well, then there's another issue. Okay. Maybe you could put, you know, send him down then. But if Volkerbach doesn't hit, I mean, there's, and you got Volkerbach and Ruff as a DH again. I don't understand. They want to prove that they, the, the moves they made last year were yes. legitimate. Yes. I mean, they were horrible. I mean, yep. Volkerbach. And I don't know, Escobar could definitely, you know, should be able, should be the right-handed DH. Yes, and and, 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 and a and utility infielder kind of guy. It, it would be perfect. He'd be like the, the roving guy. If someone needs, if Lindor needs a break, you put him in there for a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't understand why Ruff is still. I know they have like they own like three million. They could DFA him. I mean, I don't even know why this guy's even on the team after the year he had last year. He was, he was horrible. And you know, the, the Mets' offense—they're going to need, like I said, with without Diaz, they're going to need to score more runs this year. And in a tough National League, yep. they don't have the Atlanta offense where you know what a Philly offense where they have an average reliever. They need they need a deal, so they're going to have to they're going to have to hit like Atlanta and San Diego in order to, to compete for a playoff spot. I believe. Yep. 
Philadelphia. So, you know, I don't, I don't understand. I would love to get the Mets explanation on you guys get them, get the general manager on or Buck Showalter on. Because yep. I, I don't, I don't understand. You know, I don't get it I understand either. he's an, I mean, he's an average field. I understand that. But if he, if he messes up in the field, so, you know, then you could, you know, put, go back to what you originally have now. Right. But if they, but if they get no production from Volgaback either. I mean, Beatty and Escobar, have, I, mean, I would make Escobar a full-time DH and have Beatty the third baseman. I mean, I don't know if Volkabar was awful as well. I mean, after his, he had a good start yeah. for hey, a couple hey, weeks, Bobby, but he wasn't. Bobby, I, I don't get it either, you know, and, and maybe we can ask the question, but, I mean, Brett Beatty hit three twenty-five this spring. One home run, six RBI, strikeout rate of 28%. I mean, the, the guy deserves to be there. And, and you know, manipulate time, service time, all that. I mean, that that's what poor man's teams do. And and the Mets are not a poor man's team, so I don't get it. I don't understand. 877-337-6666 is the number to get aboard. My name is Daniel McCartan. Hang with you for another half an hour or so here on The Fan. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Waiting for the beat to drop here. My name is Daniel McCartan. The boys of summer. There we go. Anthony Volpe has the official opportunity to become a boy of summer for the New York Yankees. He has been called up to the show. It's a great day in Yankee land. I think Brett Beatty should have made the show as well. Uh, if it's not Brett Beatty and Vientos, it should have been Beatty. It's, it's a travesty what the Mets are doing, what the Mets have done. And made, they made the decision last night. 877-337-6666 is the phone number to get aboard. Again, Anthony Volpe has, if you're just tuning in, getting into the car, whatever, um, Anthony Volpe has made the opening day roster for the New York Yankees. Oh, man. Opening day cannot come soon enough. The countdown to Thursday begins. We go to Mitch in East Windsor. You're up next here on The Fan. Hey, you Daniel? Great. How are you? Pretty good. I want to say uh, Padres and the Mets uh, made the most, I think, Made the best additions during the offseason. What do you think? Uh, that's some pitching staff the Mets going to have. Well, the Mets failed to address a designated hitter position. I'm not sure if I'm going to give them an A-plus just yet. All right. How about the Padres? Look at that lineup. Uh, uh, the Padres, in their... to, to me, the Padres are like they have a bunch of great like, great players, good players, that it's just all individual players. I don't know how those guys are going to come together as a team, but I don't know. Here they're going to fill that with uh, Tony. Um, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, thanks there, Mitch. Um, I think, did you say Otani? He said Otani? I think Otani's going to be a Met. Hate to say it. Hate to say it so soon. I think Otani will be a a Met eventually. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. You're up next here on The Fan. Hey, hey, Danielle. Hey, Mike. Good. How are you? Uh, Before I get to my question or my thought, I just want to say keep up, uh, you know, speaking your mind on what you want in life and what position you want. It's uh, very... uh, Nice to hear and inspiring. Yeah, Someone to speak, you know, what they want to get after. Yeah, so, thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. Keep doing it. Thank you. Um, the other thing was, oh, and also, if anyone hates on you, they just take because they don't have the guts to do it either. Um, <laughs> well, but, you got to be, uh, yeah, yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, but about the Mets and the, the travesty, I mean, the reason they're doing it is because Volpe, you know, is being paid. Uh, Huff is being paid, and they got to see what they have. They, you know, they—I I mean, the guys are going down there for a little bit. I'm a big Mets fan, mm-hmm. um, 
And I don't see it as being a travesty. Give them some extra swings down there. Yeah, they do. And maybe Volpe and Huff, who I think stinks, you know, do well this year, which I don't think they're going to do. Then the other guy, or Vogelbash, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. can come up. Um, and then the other, Escobar, played great in September. So you got to keep him. They just have too many veterans that they can't move around, give them a shot to start the year and see how it goes. I mean, I guess that that's, that's the mentality they're, gonna, they're going to uh, employ, for sure. Uh, it's just it's just really disappointing when you've got a kid that has done everything the right way. He's done everything that that's been asked of him, and he's shown that he's better than all these other guys. Ruff and uh, and and Fam. I mean, he put them to shame this 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 spring, and and he's got sent down to Triple A. I mean, whose fault is that? It's not his fault. It's like they're punishing him because they made a mistake. Yeah, but that's that's the game. That's a game of life, right? You gotta wait your turn and look I, I wish he was up here too but you know from a standpoint you have to pay these guys you're paying them so why not see if you can at least get something from them if they stink then you bring them up yeah I guess. no harm no foul i mean i guess right and fam only costs six million dollars and thanks for the call there mike fam was a one-year deal six million dollars but it's like i don't know i, I that's I, that's exactly what they're doing I, I just disagree with it i mean you got to bring the kids up you you, you can't be prospect hugging Right? I mean, you know what you got in, in famine. He won 156 this spring. You mean to tell me that that's not going to be a black hole at the bottom of that Mets opening day roster? Uh, lineup, I should say? You know, Vogelback, Ruff, slash Ruff, and, and uh, Fam? If he's the star? I mean, come on. It's just, it's just I don't know. It, to me, it's always, I, I always err on the side of, let the kids play. That's that's my mentality. I'd rather have a younger team than you know a team of established veterans that could, that could maybe do it. I'd rather have a kid try to prove himself, and you could be like, well, he's better than what I have, that he and then he gets to play, or he's not better than what I have, then he gets sent down. And and Brett Beatty was better than than what's on that roster right now. Hate to say it, uh, Richie and Queens, you're up next here on the fan. Yeah, hopefully, Daniel, you can hear me this time. I got you, Richie. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, you said something amazing a while ago. You said something to the fact that LeMayu leading off, Volpe batting second, Judge batting third. That's almost insane when you think about it. You'd actually have a contact hitter. Yeah, right. A kid that can maybe drive the ball left and right, right. steal bases, mm-hmm. have your best hitter batting third. Yep. Because I've been, I go crazy when I see these lineups. Oh, you know, all these Judge years, batting lead off. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's horrendous. Everybody, you know. So baseball is getting back to a little bit. In my era, you know, and obviously I go back a little bit, uh, 60 years. So, I mean, obviously with the shift, you're going to see more double plays because guys are back in position. Yep. You're going to see, uh, I mean, the extra, you know, the size of the base. And I, I don't, I'm not too crazy. I'm not crazy about the three uh, pickoffs. I, I think yeah. that that could be adjusted as yes. time goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also uh, players are going to be on their heels a lot quicker. Because the, you know the pitch count is amazing. I watched that. The first thing I saw was a base hit to right field. <laughs> amazing, uh, right? Which Me I too. Haven't, I haven't seen that in three years. I know. So. I said the same thing. It went right, no, mine went. The one I saw as soon as I turned on the TV went right up the middle. I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen that in well, how uh, since yeah, I played. Yeah, because anytime right, you'd see a ball going up the middle, and you, it's like sixty forty that it's going to really be a hit because there was <laughs> always somebody there. I know. I so, know. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I, I just think that uh, obviously the games are going to start a half hour earlier. Most of, a lot of the teams are going to be 40 minutes less uh, playing time. So, you know, games are going to end at 9.15. Kids could watch it. Older guys like me could stay up and watch it. So, yeah, I'm really, yep. really excited. You know, and, um, you know, to, with to the Mets, you know, I, I th- I've mentioned it before. I'm a big San Francisco Giants fan. And obviously the Giants opening up 
I mean, the Giants have played the Yankees like five times in the last 50 years. I was lucky enough. Well, he really wasn't too lucky because Bobby Richardson caught the ball against the Giants in 1962 for the final out. But you know, Danielle, and, and, and I know that you're a historian of the game too. Just look, think about this real quick. Seventh game of the World Series. Ralph Terry and Jack Sanford are both in the game. It's one nothing. bottom of the ninth. They both throw 130 pitches. It's second and third, two out. Willie McCovey's up. Ralph Terry, who is a righty up, facing McCovey, who's hitting 400. Open base, never thought about bringing a lefty in, never thought about walking him. You think the game, the game has changed in 60 years? <laughs> yeah, then, they would automatically give him that base. Yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. It's a different game, but Really looking forward to the Giants coming in. And, um, look, they're going to be 13 games in the division. There's going to be a lot of people, purists, a lot of purists don't like the fact that, you know, you're going to see uh, a lot of different teams during the year. You'd rather face your own division 19 times. No, I cannot watch Mets-Marlins 19 times or Yankees-Orioles 19. I can't watch that. Right. But then when it gets to the top teams, though, you like, uh, you want that opportunity at the end to beat the, the, the top teams ahead of you. But, yeah, yeah but, just do your job and yeah. win your games. And, right. And, 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 that'll, and, and that'll do it. But uh, you've been watching the tournament? Uh, What, the March Madness tournament or the World Baseball Yeah, Classic? March Madness, uh, I put it on. You know, it's, it's you know, I, I, it's on at times. It's pretty amazing. There's no number yeah. ones. And having teams like Florida Atlantic, it looks like UConn is a, yes. a juggernaut. I yep. think it's going to be camp between them and Texas. But, yeah, uh, yeah but... But the baseball, um, you just can't wait, and uh, and you know it's it's here. And um, let's see, I, I think the rules that they changed, I, I gave it a nine so far. It's yeah, really been great. Me too. Always pleasure talking, Danielle. Thanks, Richie. Appreciate the call there. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the game of baseball is going to benefit by it. But and 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 going back to, and by the way, I've been watching a lot of the women's tournament. I don't know more often than the men's tournament this year, which is cool, I guess. But. Um, the one thing I will say, we in this area, we're, we're a little spoiled, right? Because, like, the way that the scheduling was, like, past tense, was, you know, we had any any AL player that you wanted to come and see, you could, you could do it at Yankee Stadium, okay? Any NL player that you really wanted to see, you, you can go do that at City Field. Pretty much, clo- you know, very close to each other if, if, if that's someone that you really wanted to go and see play, right? Think about if you're, like, I don't know, uh, a Colorado Rockies fan. And you only get to see, like, you maybe you won't ever get to see, you know, Aaron Judge play live. Or you won't ever get to see X player ever play live. You know what I'm saying? So we are a little bit spoiled in that sense that we can say, oh, well, we we want it the other way. No, I like the way that they're, they're growing the game. Like, you watch and see. Whenever, you know, some big star comes to Colorado, that game's going to be sold out, even though they're not a great team. So that is a way to grow the game of baseball. I like it. And I can't keep watching Yankees Orioles. I can't keep watching Mets Marlins or no, even worse, Mets Nationals. Come on. I can't keep watching those kind of games. And I get it, the other side of it, I do, the flip coin of it, I do get that. But you got to think of the game as a whole. And 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 you have to understand that we are a little bit spoiled around here. We are. 8773376666 as we roll Forward towards our Nets coverage, starting in just a little while here, right here on the Fan. Uh, let's go to Douglas in the Bronx. You're up here on, on the Fan in Manhattan. Hey, Danielle. Hi. Hey. Yeah, I'm a very happy Yankee fan. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I am proud to be the first on WFAN to describe this Thursday at Yankee Stadium as Volpening Day. Volpening Day. I like that. Oh, you're going to see a lot of signs with that now, Douglas. That's that's you. It's all you. It's all me. Thank you. <laughs> I should trademark that. Yeah. Two, uh, two uh, additions to stuff you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said IKF was a stopgap. Yes. You might as well include he's also a stopgap outfielder. You saw him. They were trying it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, uh, oh. Great. Just great. <laughs> the, the the other thing is the uh, we were talking about the uh, some calls we were talking about the rules that the two pickoff rule mm-hmm. for pitchers yeah. limit, but actually it's two disengagements. So meaning if the pitcher Step steps off. off the mound to either yep. gather himself or talk yep. with the catcher or infielder, that counts too. So it's like if they throw to the first base two times and then steps off the mound. That's a balk. Right. So, uh, so they have to keep that in mind. Mm. Anyways, um, uh, this is your first show since the World Baseball Classic yes. had ended. And a lot of pundits, a lot of reporters was talking about it was such a winner for the sport. But, uh, I mean, I was uh, very jittery uh, watching any of it, uh, at, if at all, because the injury risk. I didn't want any uh, locals to get injured. And, of course, Diaz did. Yep. And um, I... Uh, had seen a lot of national reporters on ESPN saying that fluke injuries are the worst argument to get rid of the WBC. And I'm thinking, yeah, tell that to Mets fans. Right. Um, I, I know that Jose Altuve does not warm the hearts of sports fans in our area, yeah, but, but right. I'm, I'm sure Astros fans are ticked off too. Yep. Um, so and think Mike about Wilbon, that. But Douglas, think about that. Those are two premier players in the game of baseball, two of the premier players that are going to miss time. Yeah, I think Altuve, he'll be missed. I think he won't even come back till June. I saw I mean, two months. Yeah, I saw two that's months. serious. Yeah, Mike, Wil- Mike Wilburn from Pardon the Interruption, he said Major League Baseball would never do a U.S. versus international All-Star game because U.S. would never win. Now, I don't know about that, but I'm mean, just thinking of other alternatives to WBC. But No, Douglas, the thing is, they- I, I like the WBC, and thanks for the call there. We're a little bit short on time, Douglas. Thank you. I like the WBC. I just think it's done at the wrong time. It should not be done in March. You can't have guys in the process of ramping up to go play a playoff series, essentially, in, in, uh, in, in, at that time. You just can't. So if you do it, it has to be done in November. You're not going to extend. I thought, okay, they'll extend the, the All-Star break to, you know, to two weeks or whatever it is. You can't do that because, either because if someone gets hurt there, then the trade deadline is like, I don't know, not far off. You can't do it then. It has to be done in the month of November, it has to be. So even if you're, you are uh, Edwin Diaz and you get hurt and your recovery is eight months, give or take, right? So November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. He could still make it back for his team the next year. It has to be done in November. If you're too tired, then you know what? Tough. Then you don't play. The issue also with opening that with, with the WBC is that who started for the American team? Who started for who the American team? Who started the winning the championship game for the American team. You know what? Didn't Merrill, watch it. Merrill Kelly. Yeah. And that's all that you need to know. Right. Who didn't play for the Americans? Aaron Judge. And that he's the face of baseball. Yeah, but you, but and you so Aaron can't Judge. He injured. He, he, that's that's fine. That's fine, but don't tell you it doesn't mean anything. What? Because the players don't want to play in it. The big players aren't going to play. November is a perfect time. You break your patella tendon whatever. You'll be back by July or August of your of your team's games. That's it. It has to be done. I love the World Baseball Classic. I've recruited players to play for Team Italy. Singular. One player. And he played. 
So uh, one single player, I feel a little bit responsible that I put him in touch with the, the powers that be, and they end up playing for him. I love the WBC. It's great. It's exciting. It's hard to watch in, in, in March for me. It is. It is. And I didn't want to go off on a tangent here because we got basketball coverage coming up real quick, and we got a couple calls here. So let's go to Matt in Manhattan. You're up next here on The Fan. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's Maddie up, Matt? Kay Just want to say thank you so much for having me on. I'm a former student, actually, or, uh, at Ramapo High School. You taught me Italian, and I thought you were really great, so I, I just thought that was funny, and I'm happy to be on the show. What's your last name? Uh, Cam Roselli. Cam Roselli? Yeah. Matt, I, ne- I never Maddie had you there, Matt. What? Well, anyways, they tried me on some <laughs> Matt, you, you were never a student in my now. class there, Matt. Never. No, that's crazy. So what do you think we're going to do? What do you mean that's crazy? (laughs) Matt. Matt. I'm telling you, I was a student in your class. You taught me Italian. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. And and how old are you? And what year did you graduate? Uh, And with who? Name some of the kids. Uh, I graduated. For example, there was Connor Baltman who was in my class. I had Louis Razzo in my class. You know those guys. Nope. Never heard of them, Matt. Sorry. But go ahead. What's your IKF point? So, yeah, I was just wondering, what's, what's our cast role now? What are we going to do with him, you know? To trade him. That's it, Matt. That, that's the role. <laughs> you get rid of him. He doesn't have a role. I don't even know why they brought him back to begin with. And I tell you, I never forget a name. I've never, I never had you in class. And I never had any of those. Never even heard of any of those other kids. Never, ever. But IKF, his role <laughs> should be left bench, really. I mean, that's it. Roll, clean, clean up the locker. I don't know why they brought him back. Uh... Braulio? Braulio. Braulio, Manhattan, you're up here on the fan. Hey, how you doing, coach? Good, how are you? Oh, so far so good, man. I'm so I am so, so happy to see that this young fellow Volpe got that job there at um playing short stuff yeah, for the Refreshing, Yankees. isn't it? I mean, it, it's not only refreshing, it shows that if you do the job and you really show what you got. If they turn you away, it's because they don't really want you there. Right. I mean, look what happened with the Mets. I'm sorry for them. Um, it didn't really, you know, work out for them. Yeah. But for the for the Yankees, it worked out. And when we have another time, I would like to talk to you about baseball for the blind. You got it, Bradley. Definitely. definitely. For sure. I'm in. Count me in. You can email me, too. At uh, McCartan at odyssey.com. Email me. Thanks to all the callers. Could not have done this without you. I love that. I love coming here and talking with you. Sorry, Braulio, you got to get cut off there. Um, but uh, thanks for hanging with me the past couple hours here, guys. If you missed any portion of today's show, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature. It was around, I don't know, 3.30 or so. Great job to Paul Rosenberg behind the glass and to Pete McCarthy on the updates. I'll see you next time. In the meantime, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Coach McCartan. We'll keep the conversation going. Until next time, Brooklyn Nets pregame up next right here on WFAN. Sports Radio 101.9 FM